Welcome to the SBS Tour de France podcast. It's sponsored by Zwift, the indoor training video gaming road to fitness. Used famously by riders in the pro peloton, Zwift is changing the game for indoor training. Structured workouts, group rides, races over endless kilometers of road. Get after your fitness training goals with Zwift. Learn more at Zwift.com to start your free seven-day trial. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast one more time for this year at the Tour de France. Uh, my name is Christophe Mallet and I'm your host uh, joining me. Oh, before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website sbs.com.au slash tdf or schedule a ride or check out the rides with our lovely friends at Zwift. Dave McKenzie is with me up until the end, Dave. Oh, always, I tell you what, we thought we weren't going to get here and actually... I've literally thought we weren't going to get here because what what is the deal with French public transport? Right when you need it most, they just shut down, and that's what happened. Almost stuck in Biarritz. Uh, I called on. Can I give Can I give my friend a plug? Because my my business partner and colleague, who is also French, he jumped into gear to the Simeon Green. You are a champion, and he just helped assist getting us to Paris. What do you mean also French? I was trying. I told you yesterday. No, not you. I'm not thanking you. I'm thanking my other mate. <laughs> all right, okay. First of all, let's do this. Cheers. Because I think we deserve one. We had 20 plus podcasts by wind, heat, and all in time on the deadline by 7.30 every day. We did. I actually thought you were going to say we had 20 plus beers. And I was like, no, don't, don't say that. <laughs> no, we did. And look, a big well done to you. Um, you know I've sung your praises, but I mean it. You, you've done a fantastic job. And I hope the listeners have enjoyed it. I think they have because we've had more listeners this year. So I'm so happy to be a part of it. And it's a new thing for me because I've, I've come into the sport uh, or I stepped out of cycling as an athlete and into the TV and media side, but I'd never really done a podcast. So it's been good. We're two years in and we're, we're hitting our straps, aren't we? Aren't we? Have we got another sponsor on board or, or we're happy with Zwift? I mean, <laughs> hey, very happy with them, but it's the sky, sky's the limit. We don't need another one. we got the best one. <laughs> we absolutely have. And they've, they, they have been fantastic and they stepped up this year uh, to, to us as well, haven't they? Yeah, and you know what, uh, before we go and, uh, and talk about the coverage, uh, we had a big thumbs up from Stuart O'Grady because he actually listened to the podcast and he said to me, I'm going to subscribe because this is actually brilliant. For, for me, there you go. I'm not going to say job done. That's a big, big price from, from a great man. Stuart, really? Are you serious? Wow, that is awesome. No, he is, uh, he's a great guy, Stewie, And, um, you know, for a guy who's done so many Tour de France's and had so much success, I mean, when he listens to it, Come on, peeps, get on board. Get on board and tell your friends. Okay, uh, you know what we're going to do? Uh, because I've been about running 5K or 10K on that finish line. Uh, oh, you, to poor, you poor man. Oh, oh dear. Oh, do you want me to get the violin out? <laughs> That's all right. Uh, no. Elysee, the most beautiful ball of art in the world. Oh, are you okay? Do you want a foot massage? Yeah, I'm all right. But, uh, and then we have got uh, Chris from uh, passing by. Free me. Free me. Good job, mate. Hey, thank you very much. Good on you. Well done. Well, we, I don't know if we could this, but uh, that was a, a praise from, uh, from Chris Froome. Yeah, it was. It was. He, he's a good guy. Froome is a good guy. And um, he, you know, let's not hide behind it. He copped a lot of booze 
he had he was spat on. He was had, he had water like sort of thrown at his face. He had a, if he was on the water, that was fine. There was all the things for that. Him. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stuff. There was we saw one. We saw vision, and that was only one we saw that our cameras caught. He was pushed literally on Alpes, and I mean, a mate, it was a big shove. He he got through this tour with dignity. And I've always said he's a gentleman. I wanted to see another winner just because I wanted a different winner this year. But he is a respectful guy and he deserves the respect of the fans and, and of the media and, you know, and of, and of the cycling world. So let's hope, I guess, we move on from that, the story that has enveloped the sport, engulfed the sport for the last sort of nine months, really. And, uh, you know, we can look to brighter things with Chris Froome and, and the future. 100% agree. Okay, I'll come back to my point. I've run about 10K. Now it's 10K. It used to be 5, <laughs> but now it's 10K. We just got disturbed by Chris Froome. Uh, I've run up and down, and I grabbed a lot of comments and uh, reactions from main riders, many Aussies, but there's also a, a yellow jersey wearer in there. On the line here in the Champs-Élysées with Mathieu Heyman. Mathieu, how good does that feel to finish this Tour de France? Uh, it always feels good, uh, whether it's your first time or this is my third time now, but uh, even guys that are finishing it for their 18th time, like Chavanel. Uh, yeah, no, you come here to race, but uh, there is a there's a big satisfaction. A lot of guys don't get to get here. Uh, yeah, it's nice. A lot of the riders told us it's a it's, it was a really hard tour to tour de France. What I mean you finished it? What's your rating on this one compared to the ones you've done before? Ah, uh, they're all hard. Uh, all the Grand Tours are hard. All Tour de France are hard. Tour de France is the best riders come here in July every year and uh, yeah I think we forget easily so uh, next year it'll be the hardest one again so uh, but definitely it was a, a race of two halves pretty flat early on and then very very lumpy in the second half. Okay last question uh, when you ride the Tour de France for three weeks like this it's grueling it's hard it's painful what's now next for you? It's a holiday I have uh, three kids at home so I'm going back to work tomorrow. Enjoy. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Look the bridge here on the Champs-Élysées. Tell us, how does that feel? It's finished. Ah, uh, it's finished. Uh, always amazing feeling, like regardless how you come into Paris, sick, injured, happy, sad, whatever. When the jets fly over and you've know, got Bell Lap on the Champs-Élysées, it's pretty special. What's the feeling? Do you, are you eager to do another one or not just yet? Let's just enjoy tonight. Let's not talk about next year. <laughs> just say thank you. Thank you. No worries, man. Simon, how, how does that feel? Finished? Yeah, yeah, it's a big relief uh, to finish, actually. It was uh, obviously, thank you, John. It was obviously a um, uh, hard three weeks, as always. So, yeah, to get here to Paris is always a good feeling. We've been speculating. Is this your last one or not? My last tour? Uh, yeah, who knows? Um, plans for next year are, are still a bit up in the air, so it could be or maybe not. And what's next? Like, tour is finished. Monday is another day. What are you going to do? I go home tomorrow and then Thursday I, uh, already I leave for another race. So it doesn't really stop here. We've got plenty of racing still to come this season. Thanks for all the time you give us on, the, on this podcast. Uh, Thank you. Here on the Champs-Élysées with uh, Clarky, uh, how do you feel? You finished at Tour de France. Yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good actually. Uh, after last year, you know, look, sheltering Rigo all the way to Paris, it was a super stressful job. and. Although we had such an amazing result, it really took its toll on me. Whereas this year to come, kind of had a having a had a third week uh, relatively free. Uh, I feel quite good actually. It's, I can really enjoy it this year. 
How does that feel when you see like some Aussie flags all the way here? Like there's some at the corner. It must warm your heart a little bit. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, you know, Aussies are known to travel the world and that, but to come to the other side of the world to cheer other Aussies on in the Tour de France is, is just so good. And, you know, unfortunately, we, we don't have time to stop and thank everyone, that every Aussie that does come out, but uh, we definitely take note of every single Aussie flag out there and it really warms our hearts to know that there's everyone's out there cheering us on. Talk to us about the feeling that it is when you take the first corner here in the Champs-Élysées and the most beautiful avenue in the world opens up. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, the opportunity we have to ride up and down here on closed roads is just one of a lifetime and I cherish every time I... You know, it's my fourth time doing it and I cher I've cherished every one of it. I've got one last question to ask every rider here. We're Sunday. It's finished. What's happening for you tomorrow? Uh, a day with my wife. <laughs> I haven't seen her in um, a month. So, yeah, looking forward to catching up with my wife and, and family. Okay, thanks for all the time you've been uh, given to SBS. Thank you. Greg Van Avermaet, uh, it's finished. You're in Paris. We are together at the Champs-Élysées. How are you feeling? Uh, feeling tired, yeah. I think uh, for every rider, it's a, it's a really hard moment to come here. And it's a beautiful moment, but uh, we suffered a lot around the road. But I'm pretty happy about my Tour de France. You wore the yellow. But so that, that was that was probably a high, and then you lost Richie Port earlier on. That's why you low. Is that how we can summarize this Tour de France for you? Yeah, sure. I think uh, with Richie it would be a perfect tour. I think. Then we have yellow, maybe a good GC in the end. Uh, now we have only a few days yellow, which is nice. But uh, I think yeah, we just missed our GC guy who uh, was able to do well in the tour. If you see how the tour ends up, I think he. He, he had lost maybe again a chance for maybe being on the podium. So uh, hopefully he comes back next year and can uh, can finish the tour. Last question. A lot of the riders said it's probably one of the hardest uh, Tour de France that uh, they've ridden. How do you rate this tour compared to others? Yeah, I think also. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the heat and uh, the stress in the first week. The Roubaix stage made uh, a big, uh, big difference. A few days in the central, so I think it's really a super hard tour, and I think everybody is uh, happy it's over. Should there be more stages like Roubaix every year? For me, yes, but <laughs> some other guys gonna say no. <laughs> Thank you. Enjoy the rest. Thank you. Very good. That was a few reactions from some of the main riders, the one, the one we like on the Zwift Cycling Central Tour de France podcast. We'll take a short break and when we come back, we'll have a quick chat with Maca and we'll have a look at this Tour de France that's just been. Don't go anywhere. Where can you go for a group ride that numbers in the hundreds or train for a fondo with friends across the globe? Day or night, there's a massive peloton on Zwift. If you're a fan of this podcast, you've heard us raving about it. Zwift has revolutionized the way we ride and it's made indoor training more than tolerable. It's actually made it quite fun. Explore hundreds of kilometers of road with your mates in real time. If you're watching the tour, and why wouldn't you be watching the tour, you'll recognize Alpe de Zwift. The mountain matches up to Alpe d'Huez, one of the most famous climbs in the tour, meter for meter. Get Zwifting with seven days free at Zwift.com. Welcome back to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. And look who's joined us, Maka, none other than Kino. Matthew Kinnon, how are you, Matt? I like that it's look who's joined us on a podcast with no visual elements. <laughs> what makes you think we're not filming this? 
Oh my God, candid camera. <laughs> we've got camera. We have cameras everywhere. You know, we have gone grander than. I mean, we've stepped up this year, second year. I mean, ratings are up, listeners are up. We got. We, it's a four camera shoot. Oh, that's the that's the the drone. The, the drone. drone yeah. 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 Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, let's stop the nonsense. Yeah. Tour de France is finished. We are on the Champs Elysees. Mm. What did you make of this edition? It was not a great edition. It wasn't one for the ages. Simply because. Garant Thomas was too good. He was never really challenged. And even when you heard the interview yesterday with Tom Dumoulin and you take away the incident on stage six, including the time penalty, the wheel change, etc., you take all that misfortune for Tom Dumoulin away. It's a one-second gap between them, a one-second gap. But even Tom Dumoulin, he said, if it was that scenario, Garant Thomas had the leagues to attack him and take more time. And you know this, Macca, when you're riding side-by-side side with somebody up a hill, even if you get to the top of that hill together, both of you know who was the stronger of those two. Yeah, yeah, that is absolutely right. And, I mean, it's interesting, and you know you, oh, you know all the stats and the times, and it's an interesting point that that stage one where Garant Thomas didn't lose that time. And But I also say, and I agree with you, he... I always say the winner of the Tour de France has got to step up at some point, just head and shoulders above everyone else. It's only got to be on one stage, and he did it in his first stage win in the Alps. He attacked and he rode away from everyone, and he powered. He used his sort of track power that he had above uh, as we hit. Listen to the uh, cleaners now. They're already cleaning up. Barricades are getting moved. My golly. We, we're we're going to be kicked out before we know it. We're still having our beer. We're still on the first one, and they're already cleaning up. They won't even let us celebrate. Goodness me. Do they realise we've had a tough three weeks? But... Yeah, back, back to my point. He, he, yeah, he did. He stepped up, didn't he? Head and shoulders above. But I want to digress and change gears just for a second. What's it been like for you? Because remember when you and I first came here, worked here, and we raced together. If for that, for the those of you who listen to this who don't realise, Maddie and I known each other for twenty odd years, raced together, trained together. And I remember we pinched ourselves the first few years. Are you still pinching yourself? Because now you are the voice and you've been for a few years now. You are the lead commentator of the Tour de France. Even more so. And it really dawned on me last year when Robbie and I got to call the stage finishes for the first time. And we walked into the Champs-Élysées and they're playing highlights packages from the Tour de France on the Champs-Élysées throughout the year. And I could hear my voice. It was really weird. And obviously to be the next person that comes after Phil Liggett who's played the role for 45 years it's a real privilege what a shadow he casts he's one of the all-time greats of sports broadcasting not just cycling it is an honor and I do pinch myself and I've still got VHS's at home Macca from 1990 <laughs> 1991 Shush, don't say that. I've got nothing to, to play them on I can't play them but I know every result that's on them and I can't throw them out I'm not normally a hoarder I've got magazines where you're in a VIS kit winning a netty now, helmet. All right, now you're starting to annoy me. I got yeah, I, <laughs> so to be here and get to share your passion for the sport, oh, it's, I pinch myself still. The road. Uh, a lot of the riders said it was one of the hardest they've uh, they went through with this uh, Roubaix stage and a 65k stage, so many differences. What do you make of this? Uh, the best way to put that into context is Mikael Lander. So Mikael Lander was fourth last year and he was two and a half minutes behind the win and he was one second behind third place. This year he's outside the top five and I think he's about six minutes or so off the yellow jersey. He said that this year he's put out more watts, his numbers are better this year than what they were last year. This was a hard tour. Wow, wow. So Garen Thomas is a worthy winner by all means. There's only one guy, I reckon, in recent history who's been a really lucky winner of the Tour de France, and that was in 2006 with Oscar Pereiro. 
So yeah, that's yeah. Well, you could call it that. <laughs> well, the, take the Floyd Landers thing out of it. Take Floyd Landers out of 2006. In that edition of the tour, Oscar got in a breakaway with Jens Vogt, and they took 29 minutes and about 30 odd seconds, and he won the race by 36 seconds ahead of Andreas Cloden, who on that stage when Jens was off the front with Oscar, didn't tell his teammates to chase. If they had taken a Two minutes back and had him win by 27 minutes, Cloden would be a winner of the Tour. He's the only guy, I think, that's been a lucky winner of the Tour de France in recent memory. It's actually hard to believe that when you, when you say that. that, that it's not that long ago. But like we, we're not, we probably won't see that ever again. Maybe we will one day, but it's phenomenal. But it is a great race, isn't it? It's, it's got everything. Absolutely. Let's not drag this too much, but one last question, the highlight of the, of the whole Tour for you. Only one. Only one highlight. Primoz Roglic. His final attack in the Pyrenees, taking that big risk on the descent. We've seen a guy arrive who came to the start of this race saying, I'm not sure whether I'm a man for the one-week races or the three-week races. We know what he is now. He is a man for the three-week races. Fourth, just missed out on the podium. That was a highlight. But the most dramatic stage, the day that was the most entertaining, stage nine, across the cobblestones to Roubaix. Absolutely agree. Well, I was going to say Primoz Roglic as well. You can't say Primoz. I mean, it's okay no, to share. It's no, okay to no, share. No, no, oh, he can own that. What I will say then, because I guess what got me at the end was the emotion. So it wasn't actually the race. It was the emotion that poured out of Geraint Thomas when he had won. And in the live interview, he just broke down at the very end. And you could see it was building. It was bubbling away. It was bubbling away when he got up and got that yellow and then the live interview. And I just went... He's human, and we all knew he was, but that's what it brings it back to. And then he, and then he said on, on the finish line today in his speech, he said, I was a 12-year-old kid that would come home from school to watch the Tour de France and dream. And he said, dream big. And I love that, I love that, because at the end of the day, they all come from humble beginnings. Cycling is a, you know, it's a blue-collar sport. They all come from humble beginnings, and then they turn into superstars. Well, not all of them, but some of them do. One more. The no, Degen, the Degen Kolb interview, the tears there, and brilliant. the microphone drop. Oh, the microphone drop. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> thank you, guys. It's been uh, great to have you all around the tour. Thank you, my, uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Kino. Thank you. Uh, I guess we do that, uh, well, we've got two weeks off, and then uh, we do that, uh, that again. We will do it all again. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Uh, that was the Zwift Cycling Central podcast all the way from the roads of the Tour de France on the biggest road of it, the Champs-Élysées. Uh, remember, you can uh, download or look back uh, or listen back to all these podcasts on our website, sbs.com.au slash tdf or schedule a ride or check out the rides on our lovely friends at zwift.com. Thank you, Maka. And uh, you deserve a break. We'll see you in about two weeks. Definitely. Don't, you won't hear, see or anything from me for two weeks. Thank you, and uh, all the way from the road of France is bye for now. A quick shout out from our sponsor before we go. If you're looking for a new way to ride without traffic or punches getting in your way, hop on Zwift. We use it. Your cycling buddies probably use it. And the pros, they definitely use it. Zwift turned indoor training into a full-on gaming experience. Connect your PC, Mac or Apple device and you'll pedal with thousands of cyclists around the world. And there's a good chance you'll see a pro on there too. 
Loads of them are on Zwift on their rest days, riding around Wattopia. Give them a ride on if you see them. If you've got a trainer, start your free trial on Zwift.com.